0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Prairie Dumpster with your host, me, Tyler Penner, back in motherfucking Winnipeg to give you another episode of the 708,000th best goddamn podcast in the world. We're climbing the ranks, one episode at a time. We are... um Uh, I would say every episode we gain about a thousand positions. If there's a million podcasts in the world, um, we gain a thousand spots every time I do an episode. Unless it's a bad episode, in which case we drop, we plummet. We absolutely plummet. And then we gotta work our way back up. Much like my uh, struggles with weight. Yeah, that's pretty much, my podcast is pretty much like my weight. I make slow, steady gains, and then you go to Palm Springs for 10 days like I did, and not only are you, you're not even back at square one. You're back at a square, you don't even recognize, and it's going to take a lot of work to get back to square one. I'm fat as shit right now. I have been drinking my ass off. I've been eating my ass off. Just living like a real piece of shit. But goddammit, that's vacation, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That's what a vacation's supposed to be. You're not supposed to give a fuck about the discipline or uh, progress or about your goals or about health and uh, happiness, or even about basic hygiene. You're not, that's, that's for regular living. Vacation is a time to really see how far um, you can turn into a complete piece of shit. And um, to the point where you're not even having fun anymore, where it hurts, you're in pain, you're sad, That's what a vacation is supposed to do. And let me tell you, people, over these last 10 days in Palm Springs, I really tumbled down the rabbit hole. Drinking my fucking ass off, eating like a complete idiot. Not even an idiot, like a sad man, like that, that Brendan Fraser from In the Whale. That's how I was eating. Just hammered. Tostitos queso all day god damn it that was a good time let me tell you 10 days is enough though 10 days is enough 10 days is enough to spend with anyone your good buddies your best friend in the world that you'll never get sick of 10 days in a row too much i was with my family for 10 days okay i am happy to be back I love my family. I will jump in front of a bullet to save them. Even if the bullet's not heading towards them at all. Even if the bullet is way wide. It was an accidental discharge and the bullet is nowhere near my family. I'll jump in front of it. Just to prove a point. Just to prove how much I love them. Even if I'm the one holding the gun. I'll jump in front of that bullet. I'll stick a shotgun in my mouth and pull the trigger. It won't even be an accidental discharge. I'll kill myself for my family. That's how much I love them. But like I said, 10 days, that's a long time. That's a long fucking time. That's just too much. It's too much, Mom. It's too much, Dad. It's too much, my brother. And they're all great people, and I love them. But God damn it, is it good to be back in the dankness of my apartment which I truly missed I really did I left my apartment 12 days ago or something like that and uh came home realized I left every single light on every light just shining brightly and um I left the uh the sink running uh the stove all four elements on full blast which is strange because I haven't cooked a meal in two years, and um it's been a good time. Good to be back. Good to get things sorted out again. I love Winnipeg. It's just good to be home in my apartment. It's good to masturbate in my own bed. Took that for granted, you know, because like masturbating on the road, it's just not the same. It's just not the. It's just not fun. You know what I mean. Yeah, okay, it's kind of fun to go into an Airbnb and to just hose down the walls with your seat. It's a good time, you know what I mean? And you're, you know, you're dumping loads in weird places, you know? You're rooting through drawers, you're pulling out old family photos, and yeah, you're dumping loads on them. And that's okay for a while. It's even okay to, you know, jerk off in like, you know, a Carl's Jr. or something like that. That's okay for a bit. You know, because it's kind of hot. Everyone's looking at you and they're all grossed out and they're calling the cops. And then you got to finish before, you know, the cops get there. And you do, right? But then you forget that they called the cops. So you sit down, you finish your burger. And then it dawns on you that they called the cops. And so now you got to finish your burger before the cops get there. And then the cops get there, you know. But then they see a black man walking across the parking lot across the street. So they go chase him and start shooting at him. So you're off the hook. That's fun for a while. But there's nothing like coming home into your own stink. That your own familiar stink. God damn it, I love my house. And by house, I mean my one-bedroom apartment, uh, which is significantly dilapidated. I love it. And I love this city. Winnipeg, which is significantly dilapidated. Got into the um gotten to the city last night around one o'clock in the morning. Taxi cab drove us home, took us to the beautiful streets of Logan and Alexander. And and let me tell you I felt at home. so weird. You go to Palm Springs and, um, you know, everyone's 60 years plus there. And everyone's loaded. Everyone's driving around in Mercedes. And I felt nervous there. I'm like, this is weird. And granted, it's America. It's America. All right. 90% of their population are school shooters. You can't trust anyone. But I like... Me and my brother were talking about this. Like, we we're always a little on edge there. It's it's not home. It's This is weird. We shouldn't... We don't belong here. You always get that vibe on vacation. This isn't me. This isn't who I am. And I never want to be here for longer than 10 days, which I was. You come home to Winnipeg, and the majority of this city consists of areas where you should be legitimately concerned. I felt right at home. Logan Alexander. Heroin addicts, fentanyl addicts running towards the cab, just throwing syringes at us. I'm like, yes, my friends. Make it rain. I am one of you. Love this city. It's a little dirty out there, but you know what? It's dry. I'll take dirty and dry. It's a lot better than dirty and wet, um, which is the Winnipeg Spring. Now it's just dusty. There's a bunch of dust storms out there. As the very funny old ball coach, Ben Walker, once said, Guy, where am I, Dubai? Very funny bit. I butchered it, but you should see it. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. I, um... Man, flying is a test of patience. And I don't know if it was because I was flying with my brother or just because I was flying in general, but man was I feeling quite misanthropic in that airport. I was ready to freak out. I was ready to go full-blown fucking Karen by the third, like special selection of security screening, which they're not screening anybody. They look at your passport, they scan your boarding passport. Okay, you're good. If I'm so fucking good, why did you even make me wait in line for the last twenty minutes? What are we doing here? What kind of security is this? Very bizarre. Um, and they, they, there's no rhyme or reason to airport security. I feel like, and I know that this is probably a hacky bit, but like some shit I noticed. Like we're going through the Palm Springs in, in the Palm Springs security checkpoint. And they usher us through, but they have a sign there and it says, uh, do not bring your firearm through the checkpoint. There's a special line in case you're carrying a firearm. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Can we just say no guns? No flying with guns. Like I'm not allowed to vape or smoke on the airplane, but, but some asshole can have a Glock 17 on his hip and everyone's like, yeah, that's cool. Okay. Well, why can't I smoke? It's not safe. Alright, some shit in that country makes no sense. Uh, their cigarettes make no sense. I've said it four times now. Their cigarettes are fucking terrible. And yesterday at 1.30 in the morning, I pulled into a 7-Eleven. And I got a pack of Canadian Classics original. CA0212. I'm not even looking at a cigarette, and I know the number on the side of my darts. God Damn it is it good to be on. Man, I love this city. Went for a walk. Went to the Forks today. Riverwalk is closed. Because when they built it 30 years ago, they weren't anticipating on global warming or something. Or they were just morons. They didn't realize that the water might rise when all the snow melts. I don't know what they were doing. But that bitch is underwater now for the next six months. That'll be fun. That'll be good. Can't wait to... Walk on that thing for one week in November before it snows. Gonna be cute. Rivers are swollen. They're looking real fat. There's a lot of trash kicking around. This is a good time. This is a great time. And tomorrow morning at 7.30, I'm going to start work for the city of Winnipeg, cleaning up this fucking dump. I'm going to be walking around cleaning up this dump Getting paid a decent amount of money for picking up a few sticks and some bags of dog shit and maybe the occasional bag of chips. And man, I just have a feeling that this summer is going to be one of the best. I just got that feeling. I don't know if you have that feeling. We're already talking about just gassing the entire city with Malathion for mosquitoes. I feel like the mosquitoes are going to get a bit of a reckoning this year. Um you know. Everything is looking up. Last summer, bit of a it was a little heavy. This summer, though, god damn it, nothing in my fucking way. Not that I got not that I got malathion on my side. If malathion be for us, who can be against us? Fucking nobody. I can't wait till they start gassing this bitch. I used to be uncomfortable with them just pouring chemicals all over. But last year with the mosquitoes, a little much. Now I say fucking nuke it. In fact, fuck malathion. Get some heavy shit in there. Get some shit that may or may not be harmful to humans, but it's definitely very harmful to mosquitoes. And let's just not test it. Let's just, let's just do it. Let's just roll the dice one goddamn time. Can we just spray a chemical over this city and be like, hope this works. Hope everyone's okay after this one. That's what I say. Let's just, you know, let's roll the dice around here. So one thing about Winnipeg, and not to bitch too much. This is, this is going to be a bitchy podcast, by the way. I've got some things. I did a bit of prep work today. And, um, and but I'm going to be bitching a lot. And I think of my other one, um, I was doing a fair amount of bitching. You know what really pisses me off? You know what I fucking hate? You, have you seen the price of cotton balls lately? It's fucked. It's a lot, it's, it's, it's been a lot of that lately. I, I, am I'm aware of that. I'm not trying to do that. But today's going to be a little bit of the same. I got a lot of gripes. A lot of shit's been grinding my gears. But another thing that grinds my gears, since we're on it, is um, Winnipeg doesn't really try new stuff. Winnipeg doesn't really—we're um, not really trying new shit. Portage and Main—the Portage and Main debate is the fucking stupidest shit ever. Just, let's just open it and try it out. And if it sucks, we'll go back. It's fucking concrete. We can pour new concrete. I, I don't understand. Anyways, I don't want to get into that because that whole debate's getting a little nutty. Getting pretty nutty out there. Like, if if we have this much debate about something, then let's just fucking do it. Like, let's do it and we will adapt. We're so worried about what might happen that we're not doing anything. Let's just fucking do it. And if it fucks, if it bites us in the ass, then we know for next time. And then all those other people going to be like, see, told ya. And then they have that because those people love doing that. Everyone loves doing that. Politically, everyone loves doing that. They told ya. I personally, I love doing that. I love doing that. That's the best time. You know. I'm coming home from Rumors Comedy Club, and I am hammered, and I'm driving very fast, and I scream on my window, get off the streets, people. This ain't safe. And then some old man crosses the street, and I drill him. I go, see, told you. That's how I roll. Love saying that line. That's a joke. And if you don't know that's a joke by now, then turn off the fucking podcast. You're a moron, okay? If you don't understand that that's a joke rooted in just a half-truth, then you shouldn't be listening to the podcast. You should turn it off now. Or cut that clip out and, um, you know, when I eventually get... Arrested for the exact thing that I just talked about and said it was a joke. Then you can be like, sí, told ya." The um, a lot of stuff happening in Winnipeg right now. A lot of stuff happening in Winnipeg right now. First and foremost, uh, it is uh, La Pizza Week. From the creators of La Poutine Week and La Burger Week. God, man, I hate that name so much. I think it's like an old... One of those old fucking Reddit meme, memes or whatever. I think it's from Reddit. Uh Lee Burger. Ah, uh, Lee Doodoo. Ah, uh, La... Da- I hate that shit. Anyways, I told you this was going to be a bitchy podcast. Shit is annoying. But it is... Pizza Week and access Winnipeg.com. Winnipeg's hottest website is um showing off all the winners. Uh and I gotta tell you, La Pizza Week has a great logo. They got a pretty good logo. It's the word pizza, it's in the shape of a pizza. You did it. Um it's just checking out some of these. Some of this is like pretty um some of this is pretty fancy dining. Fancy dining bullshit, which, if you listen to the last podcast, you know I hate that shit. I like my Bud Light. I like my NAS Car. And I like my Pizza Hut. Okay? Real mainstream guy. So I understand if you disagree. Um, but at the same time, I mean, some of this stuff just looks like crap. Tommy's Pizzeria. On Corden, which I hear is delicious. They got a big gangster on the uh, side of their building. I don't know, it's Al Capone, or maybe it is... uh, Who was the other guy? God damn it. Who was uh, Meyer Lansky's buddy? Holy shit, that's going to drive me crazy now. The fuck was his name? Hang on, give me one second. Uh, Meyer Lansky and... Lucky Luciano. Maybe it was Lucky Luciano. Um, either way, it's clearly a um, uh, money laundering operation for some sort of organized crime front by um, the uh, Cordon Italian mob, which is just rampant on Cordon. Case in point, Bar Italia. Okay, that place is just... Uh, just change your name to the Bada Bing. You know what I mean? Come on. What are we doing here? But Tommy's Pizzeria has got a pizza. Smoky Bisham. It's the smoky chicken. The smoky chicken. It's got kale chips. It's got um, Galbani cheese. And it's got a Jägermeister reduction. That's Tommy's Pizzeria into... Uh, their entry into La Pizza Week. I mean, what the fuck? That being said, maybe there's... Uh, let's see what some of the other ones have. Let's see what Pizza Hotline's offering. It's the uh, the corn and queso. Can, can you just make a fucking pepperoni pizza? That's what they should do. Everyone has to make their best pepperoni pizza. Okay? That's the contest. And then whoever gets the best pepperoni pizza wins La Pizza Week. But half this shit is barely pizza. Made with queso instead of pizza sauce on thin crust. That is risky bordering on retarded. That sounds ridiculous. But hey, I'll eat it. I'll get a fucking extra large. And I'll eat it all in one sitting. I don't give a shit. Fresh roasted corn seasoned in store. Really? You're seasoning the corn in the store. You're roasting the corn in the store. Alright. Hey. Who am I to judge? Alright. Let's check out one more. Santa Lucia offering. Santa Lucia. Uh, incredible pizza. Incredible pizza. Uh, I heard the owner is a huge dick. That's what I heard. I heard that the owner of Santa Lucia is a bit of a dick. And should be told, he came to Rumors Restaurant Comedy Club one time. And we were joking back and forth about uh, um, pizza. Because I've got some pizza jokes, in case you haven't heard my material. And, um, yeah, as I remember, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of that personality. He was sitting there, he was looking forward, he was tagging all my shit, he didn't look engaged with my material, which is lights out, and he, um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, he rubbed me the wrong one. But who gives a shit when you make a pizza like Santa Lucia? You can get away with that. You can be a, the biggest dick in the world. Honestly. You make a pizza like this, I have no problem with you holding a wad full of money and just laughing at a homeless man i'd be like dude what the fuck is wrong what are you doing and he's like try this pizza and i try it and i'd be like carry on santa lucia pizza spanico pizza spanica so they're making a greek pizza our classic greek dish spanica or however you say that greek shit and I think last time, in the last episode, we were looking up words for Greek slurs, and Dago applies to Greeks. That's unrelated to this. I just wanted to refresh your memory, in case you're just joining on this podcast, now you know that the, um, when you use the word Dago, or when you refuse to, when you say you shouldn't use the word Dago, um, that it's not just protecting the Italians, you're also protecting the Greeks. Okay, It's people from the Mediterranean region, you understand. It's a regional slur. It's not a. It's not limited. It's not a national slur. It's a regional slur. Now, let's see what they threw on this piece of shit. A fresh and creamy blend of spinach. Mmm. Mmm. Good start. Good start, Santa. Spinach. That's that's the everyone loves throwing spinach on everything. Spinach is the most useless of the leafy vegetables. Real dog shit. And Popeye was a cartoon, all right? Spinach does nothing for you. There's no nutritional value to spinach. It's empty calories. It's high in uh, cholesterol, trans fats. It's bad for you. And I don't believe in hurting animals, so I don't understand why you would even eat spinach. Creamy blend of spinach. Mmm, they put cream in the spinach. That's also good. Dill. Green and yellow onions with local feta cheese. I am a fan of feta. Topped with local mozzarella. Better better be Bothwell. Served with a side of our host made tzatziki sauce. Again, you're, you're just... Wall Street Slice. Let's just move on. Wall Street... Let's... Wall Street Slice. Let's see what Wall Street Slice is offering ginger ninja oh jesus christ applewood smoked manitoba chicken ginger scallion sauce snap peas fresno chili cilantro what are we doing here on this pizza week this is all anyways let's go smoking aces which is a hookah bar downtown again large criminal element to it but uh, nice place, actually a nice place, uh, we did comedy there one time, nobody showed up, No, even some of the staff left, they're like, fuck this, I quit, but the owner, super friendly, nice, loaded us all up with some hookah, we did hookah, we ended up doing comedy in front of the staff, there was a gentleman with his, uh, his dad, they were front row, they were like, we want comedy, so we did it, and they were actually a great crowd, and then we all smoked hookah, it was a good time at Smoking Aces. Let's see what they're bringing to the. Oh, greeked up. Everyone loves the Greeks, and they're just doing a flatbread. Well, they're a bar. I'm gonna give them a break, um, partly because they put on a good comedy show. Another part is I'm not lying about the criminal element, so I don't want to say too much. Oh, buddy. Next on the list, Jeffrey's Restaurant and Lounge. That's a North Donan bar. And Jeffries is great because they've also got a decent criminal element, but it's not from ownership or staff. It's from the, uh, I believe it's a Hells Angels headquarters. At least it was a meeting place of a lot of biker dudes who were, um, who would come for comedy and would not laugh. They all showed up, 20 of them at a time. They came for comedy, um, but they didn't come to laugh. They came to stare at the comedians and uh, sharpen their knives under the table. While the comedian, i.e. me, would get shit-faced, get his cash as soon as possible, and then get out of there. What's Jeffrey's Restaurant and Lounge making? Northside Italian. Oh, here we fucking go. Northside Italian. Famous thin crust pizza with homemade marinara, spicy Genoa salami, tough with mozzarella. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Jeffrey's Restaurant and Lounge. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. Go Italian. Double down on Italy, the country who invented this, and gave it to the Americans who improved on it exponentially. Italian pizza was dog shit until the Americans took it and were like, we can work with this template. And I said that all in my last podcast, but good for Jeffries. Good for Jeffries. Not a great picture on Access Winnipeg site, but hey, I'll do it. What else? How many entries are there? 58 entries. Jesus Christ. Let's go for one of the more... um, Let's go for one of the more mainstream... Boston Pizza. There we go. Boston Pizza. Let's see what Boston Pizza is bringing to the table. As far as Pizza wheat goes, they've got an Italian deli pizza. Immediately looking at the picture, I see entire or half tomatoes on it. That's ridiculous. Pizza should have nothing but sliced shit on it. Uh, Boston Pizza signature pizza sauce, pepperoni, smoked ham, cherry tomatoes, mushrooms, mozzarella alfredo drizzle italian herbs all right well kind of mailed it in there bp not doing anything new you didn't do anything original or classic but you also took no risks. at least these other people making these fucking super dumb artisanal pizzas and shit at least they're taking risks you're not taking any risks i'll do one more Let's find one more. Little Pizza Heaven. The Butter Chicken Pizza. Okay. We're just going to skip that. Aladdin's. Here you go. Aladdin's. Doing a taco pizza. Aladdin's Pizzeria and Shawarma Place is one of Winnipeg's best kept secrets. That place is great. It's dirt cheap. They're open till like 5 in the morning. You can get fucking extra large pizza and an order of naan for garlic naan, butter naan, pick a naan. You're going to get it at 5 in the morning for 20 bucks. It's a great time. It's Winnipeg's best kept secret. That's La Pizza Week. And there's a bunch of other entries in it, but man, I wish Pizza Hut had an entry. But I don't even know if Pizza Hut is a place anymore. You see there are buildings everywhere, but you never see an actual Pizza Hut. Man, I feel bad for Pizza Hut First person the first place to stuff a crust and don't act like that wasn't revolutionary. That stuffed crust was so goddamn good. They had all this excess cheese and the CEO is like, dude, we are you know he had a cheese guy. He had a special cheese guy. And this guy was like, dude, I got more cheese. And he made a deal. He struck. They struck a cheese deal, and this guy just bought too much cheese. And they needed to find a place to stick all this goddamn cheese. And like a genius, there was some NASA engineer who made a blueprint that if we hollowed out the crust, um, we could put cheese in there. Just like how NASA hollowed out sections of the Earth and put in intercontinental ballistic missiles with nuclear warheads, they took that very basic premise of hollowing out the earth and filling it, they took that to the pizza crust, and they changed the game forever. Don't act like Pizza Hut didn't change that game forever. La Pizza Week. Pizza Week. Burger week, poutine week, it's just, it's for tourists. It really is. You people don't know. You're not a real pizza fan until you've come home shit-faced at 2.47 in the morning, called a pizza hotline, and haggled with them, and pleaded with them, until, in order to just get you to shut the fuck up and get off the phone, they make you a pizza and then they bring it to your house, but you're already passed out. And they call and they call and they call. And then you wake up the next morning and you go, oh shit, 15 missed calls from Pizza Hotline. I missed my pizza. And you're hungover. You're still drunk. You reek of booze. It's noon and Domino's just opened. So you ordered Domino's. That's a real pizza fan. You understand? If you're going to Tommy's Pizzeria and getting some artisanal burnt shit. Because all that coal-fired pizza, they always burn the crust. I don't understand it. It's all bubbly. It's thin, but it's all bubbled over. The bubbles have burst, and they're all black. I don't get it. It's all dry. It's not dripping with oil. It's not dripping with grease. You know what I mean? It, it all feels too healthy. It's all a bunch of bullshit. If, if that's your pizza, then just you're a tourist. Enjoy pizza week. Nothing, no judgment. But then don't go on your Tinder or Hinge or Grinder profiles and go, Man, I love pizza. Because you don't. You don't love it. Not really. Not like I do. You're full of shit. But that's going on in Winnipeg right now. Right now. Um, Also going on right now, um, Winnipeg Comedy Fest is fully underway. Winnipeg Comedy Fest, brought to you by the CBC, brought to you by Home Hardware, brought to you by Metamucil, and brought to you by Welch's Prune Juice. It's the Winnipeg Comedy Fest fully underway, and I wish them all the best. Let's see what shows are going on right now. My buddies did a looked like a really cool show at the Cube, downtown Winnipeg, in the middle of, um, I don't know what you'd call it, the Exchange District, um, also known as uh, Syringe Corner. and uh, But they did it in, on top of the Cube. It looked very cool hosted by Mike Green, and um, that was one of the, one of the cooler, in my opinion, one of the cooler shows of the festival. I don't really know what to say. This is all my opinion. This whole podcast is just my opinion. But I don't feel like the fest is very cool. I don't feel like it's something that the young people that, you know, that guy's my age, you know, 21, 22, 36, that they would want to do. Oh, that car alarm went off. Maybe that was God telling me, shut the fuck up. Don't burn any more bridges. You've burnt enough. You need to start building shit instead of burning it. Um, But I don't know really if there's... I mean, I don't watch a lot of comedy, okay? But there's not one name at the fest that's like, holy shit, he's here, she's here, they're here. You know, I don't know. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of great comics here. Erica Sigurdsson's here. She's awesome. Rob Pugh's here. He's dope. Um, you know. But I don't know. I just don't know. Cause I feel like we do cool shit. I feel like we do cool shit here in the city. We do. You know, we do cool stuff. Benji's doing really cool stuff at the basement. Benji and Mike, or whoever's running it. I think it's just Benji. Mike's doing really cool stuff. Done cool stuff with the daughter. He's brought in awesome headliners. Dave merhege Chris Locke, Garrett Jameson when he's in town. You know? Cool stuff. Young, funny, cool people that that are funny and that I find funny. Again, this is all my opinion, but I don't know. I'm not seeing a lot of those names here. I know that there's funny people here, but I don't know, man. I don't know. seems like CBC and the whole debaters crowd have a very, I don't want to say incestuous, but they have like a very thing where it's like they really do each other favors, and I get it because I do favors for my boys. Um, my favor is you know just being there, and they do favors for me, you know, give me shows, pay me, but I don't fucking know I don't know like there was a car there 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 was an article that came out recently in the Winnipeg free press, and um and keep in mind, you have to be in Winnipeg to understand any of this humor and grant or any of this podcast because um But then again, I only have three fucking listeners anyways, and you're all my buddies, so who gives a fuck? But the Winnipeg Free Press had an article. Comedy boom time! Um, No joke, laughs galore as performers from all backgrounds hit city stages with more venues than ever before. There's a couple of things about this article that just... It's a good article, don't get me wrong. It's a great article, but I don't know. taking the pussy road, I don't know what to say here because I do comedy in Winnipeg, I've been doing it for a long time and so have a few of my friends who have been putting shows on here and really turning this into the fucking scene that it is today and doing shows here and doing shows there and it just seems strange to me that I don't get a fucking mention, no I'm just joking, they shouldn't have mentioned me But you could have mentioned Rumors, you know what I mean? You could have mentioned, you know, the fact that Rumors has brought in big headlines. If you're talking about Winnipeg comedy scene, if you're doing an article about Winnipeg comedy scene, it feels weird that Rumors Comedy Club, which was voted by an American article as one of the top five comedy club in North America, that you wouldn't mention that. You would mention Yuck Yucks, who just came in. You know, and grand, kudos for Yuck Yucks. I heard it's a great room. I heard it looks great in there, and it's a good stage, and it is an awesome room for comedy. But at the same time, well, you're not even going to mention the fact that Rumors has been bringing in these massive headliners in an article about the Winnipeg comedy scene? You know, you're talking about the Indigenous open mic um, and all these performers on there. There is not one mention of Paul roblauskis who... Has been one of the most, probably the most successful Winnipeg comic of the last 10, 15, 20 years, maybe ever. He's got his own show on CTV, uh, on Bell for fuck's sake. All right? The guy is making some serious waves. His name's not even mentioned in the article for the indigenous open mic that he started. I don't understand it. I just don't get it. I don't get why they said that Dana Smith founded the women's open mic. She didn't. The old ball coach, Ben Walker. That's Ben Walker's vehicle. And I know that that wouldn't necessarily fit the thing of the the, the way of the article. But Ben Walker, who is the one who came up with that idea and started the room. And Dana hosted it. Dana was the first host there every time. She, she hosted women's open mic. And I'm not saying that um, you know that you should get rid of Dana's contribution to that room, but Ben Walker needs a mention. Ben Walker did a lot of stuff for Winnipeg comedy. Jekyll and Hydes, you know, the women's open mic. Ben Walker, the old ball coach, who Ottawa is taking for granted. They don't know what they have there in the old ball coach Ben Walker. And one day that beauty of a man is going to come to his senses and wake the fuck up and move back to Winnipeg. But, um, yeah, uh, he made a lot of contributions to the Winnipeg comedy scene. It seems weird that there's an article about, like, comedy boom time, and yet um, a lot of the contributors um, that have been working for the last 10, 15 years to, to making this scene what it is, They're not even mentioned in this article. Seems like shitty reporting. I'm not blaming any of the comics a part of this article. You're in the article, Godspeed. You know what I mean? I'm blaming those fucking shitty reporters who really either did no homework or choose to ignore slash omit certain facts, certain contextual facts that go to um, painting an accurate picture of winnipeg comedy because god damn it i love this city and i love this scene and as such you should mention certain people who have contributed to this scene michael green started the show at the daughter back when it was after it was the Rosenbee. after it was the standard Back in the standard days, Mike Green was hosting a room back in there. That's still an institution of comedy. That whole fucking restaurant, it didn't even, even get a mention in the article. You know? So I don't fucking get it. Whatever. I know that this is just me bitching. That's not funny. But at the same time, and it is just a local comedy beef. It's not a big deal about the article. But god damn it. You know? Trying our best here. Grinding like a motherfucker. Don't even get love from our own goddamn city. What the fuck? What are you doing out there, huh? Pull your fucking heads out of your asses. There's more people out there than you. Does Rumors have a circle little club? You know, another thing about the... Anyways, does Rumors have like a little... Another thing about the indigenous open mic, I was going to say. Chad Anderson released an album on Comedy Records recently. He doesn't get a mention. I don't get it. Just a throwaway paragraph. That's all I'm asking for, to paint the scene more accurately. It almost seems like intentional. You would have to intentionally omit that because those facts are just so fucking blatantly obvious. Not to mention all the all, all, all the efforts uh, of Tim Gray. You know, all the shit that he's done for this scene. He's in the fucking pit of the safe space that is we Johnny's. And he was riding both sides of the fence, trying to keep everyone happy for over a year until he, um, you know, took a gun and shot himself in the temple. Luckily for us, it was a paintball gun, but still, almost lost a good guy there. Tim Gray's a shit. I don't know. That's just me bitching. But I want to fly into this article because I'm like, god damn it, you want to talk about a comedy boom time, you know, then paint the picture accordingly. That's all I'm saying. Because like it or lump it, it's my fucking city too. And I'm one of the best in this goddamn city. And a lot of my friends who weren't mentioned in this article are also some of the best in the goddamn city. And we deserve some publicity for fuck's sake. I deserve some some publicity. You know? And I'm going to get it one way or the other. I don't care how many buses I have to jerk off on. People are going to know me. You'll know my name. The only publicity I get is on The Dirty. dirty Thedirty.com. I haven't been there in a while. Let's check that out. So yeah, again, no disrespect to any of the comics mentioned in the article. You know what I mean? You got press. Good for you. I would have done the exact same thing. Um, And actually, Emmanuel had a great quote in that article probably the quote of the article in my opinion which was um you know we're always working very hard we're always working very hard but you know we always think if we want to kick our comedy up to the next level we have to move to a bigger city well it's like why can't we stay here make them come to us that for me i just completely agreed with it manuel Lemura with the quote of the article and that's what we've been trying to do in our own city won't we'll, our own the big free press And the wise reporters at the Winnipeg Free Press won't, like, you know, hey, we're doing this. Jared's Story at the Park Theater Showcase. You want to talk about a comedy boom time and how great it is right now. um, You know, I think you should uh, do a little better reporting as to uh, how that came to be. I'm not saying I did anything. I didn't do shit. But I think certain people... In Winnipeg comedy, deserved some recognition in that article, and they were uh, intentionally omitted for whatever reason. And if you don't agree, go fuck yourself. I don't give a fuck about you. (laughs) I don't give a shit. Fuck you. You can blow me. Put me up on stage. I will make people laugh. And if you, you know, fuck off. All due respect. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, the dirty.com. Let's go check that out. Again, I told you this is gonna be a bitchy podcast. Has not been funny, but fuck it. The dirty Winnipeg. I think the dirty.com Oh shit, they took it down. Eh, probably reputation.ca. Let's see, someone asked a question. What happened to the dirty.com? Was their website shut down? Um Okay, well that's not a thing. Yeah, I guess the dirty.com um got shut down. And you know what? For the better, let's say it was getting let's say it was brutal. Dude, you want to talk about problematic behavior? That site was a brutal. God damn it, that site sucked. And I was on there all the time. Incredible content, all of it extremely problematic. Truth be told, I was just—I just kept scanning for my name. I just wanted to see when someone was going to put me on blast. Tyler Penner's a real Pepsi-headed slut. I always see him at McDonald's. He's always drinking Pepsi, actual Pepsi, not you know. And um, he's always getting double quarter pounders. This guy's a grease ball. Stay away from him. He stinks like shit. I'm like, hey, you know, why'd you write the article? You're my brother. And he's like, yeah, this guy's a sleuth. Anyways, that site like was brutal. I feel bad for anyone. I've never been exposed. Not that I have any. I have no skeletons in my closet. I don't think. I've got regrets. I mean, my apologies. You know, the court case is pending. I'll be fine. Ah, you know what? I have a feeling that that guy is going to run into a little bit of an accident before he even hits the witness stand. (laughs) Guess what, buddy? Oops. Didn't see that flight of stairs there, did you? Hmm. Guess he can't testify. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. Wasn't that your whole case? That, That testimony? Yeah. Oh, man. That sucks, damn dude. All right, see ya. Um, no, I don't. But but it would suck to get put on blast on the internet, even if no, one, even if it's all bullshit and no one, no one even reads it. It always sucks when people don't like you. It always sucks when there's someone out there who hates you. I, I like everybody to like me. See, I want to hate other people. I don't want anyone to hate me. Everyone should like me. I hate you. You like me. That's what I like, you know. Everyone thinks, hey, Tom's a great guy. And I think, I want to see you engulfed in flames. I want to be the guy with the bat, Um, you know. Well, actually, then they would hate me if I was hitting them with a bat. Yeah, no, I just want to see you in flames. But I, I'm glad you like me. I'm, I'm glad you like me. Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, that is that. That's not the podcast. That's pretty much the podcast. All right, this one's been shit, but still, we're trying. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I got, say goodbye to the old me. Everything's about to change now that I'm back from Palm Springs. I got a tan. I look like a bronzed god right now. I look, well, I look like a bronzed Buddha. A little chubby still, a little full. Got a little weight. Well, not really bronzed either. I look like a burnt Buddha. I'm burnt Buddha. Oh, man, I love that strain. Isn't that an indica? Fuck off. No, I, everything's about to change for me right now. After this podcast, right after this podcast, after I'm done recording it, because I'm back from Palm Springs now, and ladies and gentlemen, look out, because I am about to get fucking shredded. I'm about to get cut. Yeah, move over Jocko Willink. Move over um, Jason Statham, you fucking fat ass, because there's a new bald-headed hunk on the block, and my name is Tyler Penner, okay? I am eating nothing, but I'm eating nothing. Let's just leave it there. I'm going on a 92-day fast starting today, and um, I have faith that once the doctors revive me and put me on a nourishing diet of uh, straw-fed gruel, That I'm going to have a six-pack that is going to be able to absolutely... My muscles are going to be so tight and wired. I'm going to be able to crush the skulls of my enemies using nothing but my abs. God damn it, that's going to be great. That's going to be a good one. And I already have a workout plan. Um, First thing I do, I wake up in the morning at five in the morning right and I go to the fridge and I eat uh, a raw chicken breast that's step one right then your metabolism goes it shocks your body into going into survival mode because it's it's the the coli uh from the chicken is actively trying to kill you and your body needs to react to that so as a result of that um I mean that adrenaline of just trying to stay alive underrated fat burner Okay. Next, I drink um, two liters. I chugged two liters at one time of green tea. And um, then I, after I uh, um, brutally, I'm talking projectile vomit into my bathtub because the toilet can't handle the volume of material that I'm expelling, I projectile vomit into the bathtub. Um, And then I clean up the uh, um, stuff that missed the tub or the stuff that leaked out of my ass. Um, After I'm all cleaned up, I'm going to go outside for a run. And you don't have to run a long ways. You really don't. But it has to be bizarre. Uh, You have to... There's a thing called muscle um, atrophy or muscle... uh, i guess normalization where your muscles get used to the activity you're doing so i'm doing this thing where i will full out sprint for 30 seconds i stop for 10 seconds i walk for two seconds i sprint for 15 seconds i stop then i walk backwards into traffic i start dodging cars and all this a this gets your brain really sharp because even your brain's like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, but more importantly, your body, you, you're always on the cusp of dying. So your body's in survival mode. Again, when you're looking at the headlights of an oncoming car and your life is flashing before your eyes, that's an underrated fat burner. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to be shredded. In, what day is it? May 3rd? It's Wednesday today. Give me till Monday. I'll have a six pack. Monday, I will have a six pack. And um, by Thursday, I will have killed a man. Um, By Sunday, I will be in court for killing that man. By Tuesday, the following week, I will have killed the judge. And by Friday, I'll be back on the streets to kill again. That's how I fucking roll. Oh, boy. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that is the podcast. Let's do some God dang shout-outs here. First of all, right off the bat, shout-out to Canadian Classics Original for being... Every bit as great as a cigarette as I remembered it being when I ran out of them uh, eight days ago. I bought them last night, and let me tell you, oh, it's like seeing a—it's uh, like going to war and you come back and you see your dog again. I'm like, oh, buddy ruffles get over here and the dog's like <laughs> and then you put her on tiktok and you go viral and then you get addicted to viral content so you try to do it again but everyone sees right through it they're like dude this is contrived as fuck goddamn you planned this shit eh and then you're like no no that was just another spontaneous moment crazy huh uh, crazy how i did that two times in a row And then you do it a third time, and it's like, bro, we know what you're doing, but you're still getting likes and views, so you just, now you're just like, hey, look, I'm the guy coming home from war, meeting his dog guy, and now that's your shtick, that's your whole fucking personality, and you're starting to get, like, sponsorship deals, but now you're married to this fucking ridiculous concept that you've created for yourself on social media, and now every, you go to family gatherings, everyone's like, hey, dude, so, what you're like famous now for like coming home from war and greeting your dog, and you're like, Hey, yeah, people like it, it's it's wholesome content, but everyone's like, Yeah, I don't know, it's a little, it's a little hack, it's a little scummy, and you're like, Nah, well, you know, it's not hack. See that fucking car I'm driving, um, Canadian classics original, kind of like that. And shout-out to uh, Folger's Hazelnut Cream Curig Cups. Again, an old friend that I haven't seen in a long time. Good to see again. Goddamn delicious. Of the Hazelnut Keurig Cups, uh, Folger's is the only hazelnut brew that really brings the nut. The other ones, they it's all oof, hazel flavor. Van Hout's. Jesus Christ with their flavoring. They, they're awful. I mean, they're always like, hazelnut cream. It's like, yeah, okay, but I need more nut. This isn't nutty enough. Folgers brings the nut. Van Hout has this uh, Irish cream. Uh, No, Irish cream is okay. Um, Amaretto flavor. It's like drinking a Disserano in coffee, which sounds okay. It's awful. And I actually emailed them and said, listen, I want my fucking money back. This Amarada was awful. And they sent me a voucher for a brand new 12 pack of Curie Cups. Um, but I just never used it. And that's that story. Um shout out to shout out to the song Die <laughs> by Lucid Beats and Key Kelly. I heard this song on an Instagram video. And I was like, ooh, shit, this beat is fire. This slaps. This is lit. This no cap. This is good. Or whatever the fucking kids are saying these days. I don't even know what the video was. I think it was like the, a video of like the Beirut explosion. And then in the bottom, the caption's like, Yo, for a free $500 Amazon gift card, follow me. Get in my DMs. And I'm like, all right, I don't know what's going on here. Social media is a cancer. Delicious cancer. Like a cigarette. It's killing me, but I love it. And shout out, last but not least, to... Yeah, my buddy Tim Gray, who was listening to the podcast in dot, He moved to Toronto. He's got big dreams of making whipped cream. And um, one of the great guys. Done a lot for Winnipeg comedy. He's just a goddamned good dude who's done a lot for Winnipeg comedy. Good hockey player. Always always in good spirits, but also if not in good spirits, open to say that. No bullshitting with Tim. Love that dude. Um, he's got this video uh, of him back in the day in Europe, I think, somewhere. Or somewhere. And he's skateboarding. And he sets up the camera because he's going to do this gnarly trick off the staircase. And he cracks his head on the concrete like you would not believe. It is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And he's just laying on the pavement out cold for many a minute until I think someone finds him or maybe he finally woozily picks up and comes to the camera. But he showed me back that video. He showed me that video back in the cavern probably eight or nine or ten years ago when John B. Duff, rest in peace, the almighty John B. Duff was running the comedy room in the cavern, and that, and this is not debatable. Comedy boom time. This fucking article. You can say all you want about Winnipeg comedy. This class, whatever exists in Winnipeg comedy today, the best of it came from that fucking comedy room. Open mic, open mic night with John B. Duff at the cavern. All right, they might have created a little rooms uh, here and there, you know, but the seeds were planted in that room, and the people in that room—the great ones, the Keeners, the Ryan Ashes, the Mike Greens, the Jordan Wellwoods, the Aisha Alphas, the Paul Roblauskis The Tim Grays. And even the Banana Pants. Yeah, there's been some duds in there too. Ugh. But hey, we all started at uh, the Cavern. And God damn it, I love this scene. I love this city. I love comedy in this city. And my best friends that I have today. Minus the Buttermilk 5... Who I met in high school, and they're the OG crew. Those are my brothers, but the comedy brothers that I have. Um, man, I love this. Uh, I just, I'm so grateful for it. And it started at Rumors Comedy Club. Funniest person with a day job. And it started at The Cavern. Open mic night with John B. Duff. And it started at The Standard, hosted by Mike Green. And it went into Jekyll and Hyde's, hosted by the old ball coach, Ben Walker. And any of you new comics listening, do your goddamn homework. Do your fucking research. Because these are the facts. A lot of these guys that you might not like or that you think are assholes walking around, namely the old ball coach. You think this guy's an asshole. Ah, no. Go talk to him and find out what his deal is and he'll let you know. And we all will. We're down to hang. We're down to hang, we're down to talk. And I don't know what I'm saying even right now. I'm rambling. But just do your goddamn homework. (laughs) Because the Winnipeg comedy scene is not your little fucking, you know... For some of you, this is just an experiment. It's a way to exercise your voice. And Godspeed, do that. okay? But um, this place has roots. Even long before me or before Duff, there was Bruce Clark. And there was uh, fucking Jason Beck. And there was a lot of guys who did this. But the new class, the reason, um, you know... If there's a comedy boom time, um, it doesn't have a goddamn thing to do with yucks coming to town. Alright? It doesn't. It doesn't it Doesn't have a goddamn thing to do with that. It has to do with the comics that are on stage and the moment that you have in front of the crowd. Winnipeg is the shit, and so are you. You're the shit, too. I love you, and I'll see you in hell. No, 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 The death of love. What <laughs> <crystal laughs> was the <matrix> of the trenches? <laughs> you know, this is just a